0: our new location at 77 Grove Street the former CVPS building now we've got the power the Rutland Herald's local sports podcast this is the inside pitch brought to you by the Rutland Herald thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper here they are Bob Fredette and Tom Haley Play ball. Hello, this is Bob Trudette.
1: Hello, this is Tom Haley.
0: This is the Inside Pitch. Okay, welcome back. We're back with the Inside Pitch. It's, uh, we're getting playoffs coming up here, softball and baseball and everything else. And uh, so we're looking forward to telling you a little bit about what we've seen. And it's been, amidst the raindrops, a most challenging season. and uh, But teams still seem to be getting it together. So... Uh, I'm here with so, Abby Bennett, Adam Greenlee, Tom Haley, George Nostrin, our engineer. I'm Bob Fredette, and uh... Now, now be, uh, before we go any further, Abby, you know, you you've got the burden of having to go into the playoffs without one of your one of your starting players here. How will you make up for that for Lacey French being out? I
2: haven't. I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I was kind of excited to see that we don't play till Friday. That gives us an entire week to. Um, to find somebody to fill that position, which is a hard position um, to fill. Hard shoes to fill, really. Um, Lacey moved up to hitting second for us. She's hitting over, you know, 333 right now. Um, sh- you know, she's been a clutch player. I, she hasn't had any errors um, at second base this season, so um, to find somebody um, to fill those shoes are gonna be tough, but um, we have four days um, and I'm somebody will step up, I know it for sure.
1: I want to talk about the big difference that coaches have, baseball coach and softball coach. You, Adam, baseball have to wrestle with something that, that Abby doesn't have to contend with, pitch counts. Um, you know, that's become a big thing. And in the playoffs, the weather can really uh, uh, color the, the the pitch count scenario and and who you have available and so forth and in softball conversely a lot of teams ride one pitcher. Uh, they have a, you know, like anybody for example, Springfield had a, a four-year starter who pitched almost every inning and and then he lost her to an injury and now he's kind of retreading with a freshman but, but Abby, you have that unique situation where um, I don't know if it's been equally distributed, but certainly you have had two pitchers um, with uh, Lindsey Elms and, and Amanda Reynolds who've both gotten a lot of innings. And I've always been curious, is it like a hunch or do you watch each of them throw before the game and talk to them and who feels the best? Uh, How do you determine who you send out to the circle?
2: I think at this level, it really has to do with um, who's mentally prepared. Um, I think um, either one could go. Um, Lindsey's more of a kind of just laid back kind of person. It also, I take in consideration who our umps are for the day um, because I know Amanda's more, has a hard time um, with the mental aspect of pitching. Um, so that's what I look at. Um, I'm going to go with the person really who's got the best warm up. Um, I won't write it down. Um, but lately, Lindsay's been spot on. Um, right. You know, in. My biggest thing for both of them is just pitch strikes. Um, we've we've really worked on our defense and
1: that's come a way long way pitching strikes. I can remember yeah. a couple, of, <clears throat> a couple of years ago where some some games it was a nightmare and this year it just seems like they're they're on. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, and, and and I know you said um, Lindsay's been spot on lately and I thought Amanda was pretty tough the other day in Westralia. So uh,
2: she definitely was. Um, <coughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Is you, softball is all really all about pitching. We can't defend a walk, and once we walk, it's, I mean, it's hard. Um, so taking that pressure off of blowing it by him. I mean, we have a good enough defense, and our offense is coming along right now that we can defend that that slower pitching. Um, we don't need anybody to blow it by him right now. Right. You know. Right. Um, which I think people take that. That for granted sometimes, yep. That we don't have, you know, or see, well, they only have, you know, somebody who throws it slow. Well, you know what? They're doing it. We're 13 and we're 12 and it's work 12 and 3 right it's now. It works. You know? I know it works. We made, yeah. we made it to the finals last year out with Amanda, who throws right. slower than a lot of other pitchers, but it's working.
1: It, it is us. working. It is working.
3: This is Eric Ramey, head softball coach at Castleton University, and you're listening to the inside pitch.
1: If Bob, you going back to baseball now, you and I have both seen it. Uh, through the years, uh, more than once, uh, somebody playing a low seed, maybe a three, playing a 14 or whatever, trying to get by with somebody other than their number one so they can have the number one for the next round against a better team. And what happens? Poof, they're gone. Yeah. The Rangers, they are finished. They, they don't get away with it.
0: Yeah, so what do what you that, think? What do you think about that? <laughs> you got to go
3: with Aubrey tomorrow, or what, what do you do? Oh, yeah we, yeah, we play for the day. I mean, you, you, you got to win to see another day. Yep. Um, and I have a ton of faith in all my pitchers. You know, between uh, Aubrey Parker and um, Evan Reed, yeah. um, you know, all three of them have proven their, themselves uh, this season to me. Um, Aubrey's finally finding his stride again. Um, you know, he kind of fell off a little bit. Now he's kind of he's coming back. You know, he's he's kind of fed up with mediocrity, I guess. Um, started off the season really good. Again, fell off, but then. This last game he threw, he, he was fantastic against Outer Valley with 12 strikeouts and, you know, scattered a few hits. But, and, and he made a couple mistakes, and that's what those hits were. Um, but he knows it, and he moves on from that. Um, but, again, you know, you've got you to play for the day. Um, well, that's what I
1: think. If if it, it, but we have seen it.
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely, it's, but it's more of a rookie mistake, and well, you're in your fourth year now, so yeah. have you ever made a blunder like that, you know, and just tried to skate by and just uh, and paid price for it?
3: No, actually, I think I've done the opposite. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first year coaching varsity, I had Jesse Tucker at the time, you know, he was our ace, because um, Bathlon was injured, um, and we threw him early, I think it was against Miss Siskoi, and we ended up, you know, 10-1 ruling, but, you know, I should have taken him out sooner, in the game, saved them, and thrown someone else, mm-hmm. and I kind of burned them. Um, went to the next round. I can't even remember how it worked out, but we, you know, we didn't make it easy. Pitching huh? so. is yeah. a science, yeah. right. right? And yeah. uh, but no, I, I've again, I have all the confidence in my in my pitching staff. So um, you know, looking at our next round, if you know, if and when we make it, um, we got to put our best foot forward early. So. And Abby is is
1: um, Lacey's injury a case of, of of just of plugging somebody into second base, or do you have to do a lot of other shuffling?
2: Well, I tried a lot of other shuffling in the beginning, the first inning at Black River, and it um, it it hurt us. Um, so I think it's just plugging that right. that spot. Um, I tried taking I tried going with a stronger infield and just relying on Ellie in the outfield. Um, that hurt us. They got up five on us real quick, mm. um, with two errors out in the out in the f- outfield. Um, so I'm gonna keep everybody the same. I think that with with this part of this in this part of the season, we got to keep everything the same and just fill that hole. Um, everybody's doing great in their positions. So mm. too many too many changes is just is real tough on a team. So all over because then everybody's second guessing themselves. Um, so, McKieran will stay out and left. Yeah. Um, so it's, it will be. She's pretty good there. She is pretty good there. <laughs> yeah. She's very good there. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed, and Adam, I, I've seen your team play several times, I think you got a gear left. I was kind of wondering where that is there, because you, we've talked about this several times after games, and you're waiting for everything to really, really come together. It's, I mean, this is, this is the time that you really got to do it. Is that a lot of pressure on the kids to really start to, to bring everything together?
3: Like yeah, that? yeah, I think uh, some of the upperclassmen especially, they really want to perform. They want to overperform sometimes, um, and that'll, that'll kind of get in their way. But, um, you know, bringing them down to earth and understanding, we just need you on base. I don't need you to hit it over route four, um, you know, to hit a six-run home run. It doesn't work like that. You know, you just you get guys on, you move them around. We have a fast team. Um, we steal bases. Mm-hmm. So having a guy on first base is just like hitting a triple sometimes mm-hmm. uh, or yeah. a double. Um, but I think I'm going to shuffle around a few things uh, in the lineup for the, uh, the playoffs. Um, take some pressure off a few guys because um, I feel again I feel confident with most of my guys at the plate right now um, they can all hit the ball yeah. and they've all shown me that they can hit the ball um, at one point or another in the in the regular season um, some guys are stepping up right now some guys you know might step up in two games three games from now who knows so I think what we need to get to the point of is uh, having guys not look to the guy next to them and say, oh, are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna mm-hmm. do it? Um, everyone has to, step, to uh, step up to the plate and assume the responsibility that, you know, I'm here and I'm gonna do this for you, for the team.
1: So You, you, you mentioned that the, you got athletic and, and fast base runners, and a single or walk can be almost, you know, a triple. And when, when they give the intentional pass, Allie Allman if I'm you I'm smiling because even though Allie Allman can hit a ball that's that that's caught up against the fence but if she gets on first she is so aggressive and so smart on the base pass I think an intentional walk
2: I'm taking it. I think you know I and I try to show her that I mean Pulney walked her four times in that game and every time she scored Um, and I think that's where we've built our lineup so that um, the people behind Allie can move her, too. Right. You know, whether it's like a fake button steal or, you know, even just being base hits. Um, we've made every situation except for the bottom of the um, the top of the seventh against West Rutland when they did intentionally walk her. Um, we've made everybody pay for that. Um, she's come across the plate every t- almost every time. It is. I get excited, Um, you know, because it is. It is. It's just like I said. We can't on when we're on defense. You can't defend the walk. Yep. Um, So it's just giving somebody with her speed and like her her softball IQ, the you know, the chance to get to home. Um, Yep. So I think I I like to thank people. You know, I know people don't see it the same way as I do, but you know, um, yeah, I I like it. Go ahead. Yep. (laughs) Hello,
1: this is Jack Healy. Hello, my name is Kim Katman.
0: This is Chris Hughes. This is Jason Behenna. This is Paul Copo.
1: Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Furnett and Tom Hall of Fame
0: Haley. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about your divisions. I know you both had an opportunity to look at the pairings and, and see what's out there and everything. Obviously, uh, Adam, we we think about your your uh, tournament. We think about you. We think about Otter Valley. You look down up down through that division there, and what else do you see in their teams that you believe would be dangerous teams?
3: I think it's kind of a mystery right now in general. Uh, there's a lot of teams with similar records. Um, obviously, different uh, strength of schedule. Um, even people up towards the top um, with weaker schedules than other other teams, and I think that. That makes all the difference. You know, you're seeing different mm-hmm. competition. Um, you know, a team like Bellows Falls, they're middle of the pack, coached well, um, and they have a lot of young talent. They, they've, they've been in a lot of those games that they've lost. Um, that's a team that you, you know, you kind of look at and you're like, they could pull something off, Yeah. you know. Um, and I see that they're on the Otter Valley side of things. They've had two close games against Otter Valley. Um, you know Otter Valley's a good team but uh, a Bellows Falls can really sneak up on you yeah. I don't know a lot about the north um, so it's, it's hard for me to really comment on the north, north side of things but for the south you know there's some teams that could, could pull some stuff off
0: Let's look at what what happened to you last year. I'm wondering how you look at that as being positive for this year. I mean, you had a very good team last year, went to Lake Region and lost to those guys who were the eventual champions. How hungry is this team that you have right now to get back up there and? and...
3: Yeah, I mean they're they're extremely excited. Uh, this is the bunch that I started my coaching career with, the, the senior class. So they're really special. Um, you know, they've gotten to know how I coach. I know how they respond to different you know situations and how I coach them um so yeah i mean they're tired of losing uh <laughs> deep in deep in the the playoffs um and i keep telling them you know you guys are in the driver's seat you have you know you have all the ability uh, it's just about putting it together and making a run you know um everyone's oh l right now anything can happen but we need to show that we are a dominant team because mm-hmm. you know on paper we are we yeah. just gotta prove that.
0: Yeah, at the beginning of the year, we were looking. We're all looking at you and and thinking, well, this this could be the team, given that you have that class has been together for four years. Yeah, Audit Valley's had a class of kids who have been together for four years as well. Uh, you, is it going to be difficult to keep your kids' minds
3: on the day rather than looking down the road? Um, I don't think so. I mean, subconsciously, you're always looking down the road to some degree. But um, you know, I think they realize that you can't do that. Um, yeah. You have to play for the, the moment, uh, that's what it's really going to come down to, um, and putting your best foot forward right then and there, and then dealing with what you got later on down the road, you know, when it comes to pitching and things like that, um, and taking each pitch, each at bat, each ground ball, each fly ball, uh, don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. So,
1: How many seniors do you have? Seven. Nate and Otter Valley have seven. seven, and yours are easy to keep track of, you have one. You <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who, who down the road do you look at as being a potential you know, a threat in this tournament? Other than yourself, of course, Abby.
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, I think uh, if you look up at the top the top portion of our bracket, um, I think the one that I could see making a big run for is Pulteney. i thought that the same thing. Um, <laughs> and, and, I think, and the reason why is he, you know, yes, he's got a young group of um, a lot of young kids, um, but Pulteney can hit, and he's a very smart coach. Um You know, he um, plays the small game a lot um, and moves the runners a lot. I think that they're going to be that sleeper team that people are, um, that people are, I I don't think they're ready for him. Um, I have to say I was pretty excited when they were up in the top of the bracket. Um, You know, I think, I mean, even Black River, I mean, we had a close game against them. I think, you know. Um, we have to come out and we, we can't start slow on Friday. I think we got to come out playing our game um, that we normally play and really get ahead quickly. Because um, they can. They have a few girls that can really hit the ball. Um, I think the big game, um, if we both make it there, is going to be your semifinal match. Um, if it's West Rutland and us, oh. um, I think that's, I wish that was the, you know, if it, it played out well, I think that would have been a great be fun. Don't
1: tell the bad guys. You could rob a store in either town. They have a store now too in Proctor,
2: but yes, way. we do. Uh, it's a pretty good one. Um, but no, you know, and I don't know much about Danville. Um, I think um, the only thing that I, I mean, if you look at West Rutland got 16 games in, we got 15 games in, and I think you know when they when they do the seating, they do it by average points. So I think that um, when you look at West Rutland and I combine, like total number of points, I think we're we're much higher. Than Danville, but
1: um, well, and, uh, that brings up something just to yeah. get just to get controversial for a Yeah, minute. let's
2: get it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There,
1: there are a lot, there are a lot of coaches that think teams are dodging people and purposely not playing games. Which is easier to do than ever this spring, this rainy season. And I know one coach. This is a suggestion, Andy Bodica, Let's just divide it by the same number, sixteen. No matter if you play eleven or sixteen, and then they'll play the games. He thinks some teams, if they're playing a good club, they're going out
2: of their way not to play them. I don't know that if that's the truth. Right. Um. But I, I think there should be a minimum amount that you should have to play. Right. Um. You know. Uh, there's a big difference between playing 11 games and playing 16 or 15, right. um, especially when you're dividing it. you know. And, um, you know, do I think that? I mean, do I think we should have been number one seed? Absolutely not. I mean, West Rutland, um, if anybody, you know, should. Because look at their, I mean, they're 15 and one. But, I mean, that's all said and done. I mean, right. whoever's going to make it is going to make it. Um, it's going to be a great game no matter and you what. And you've got to
1: play the best eventually anyway, true.
2: You do, and you, yeah. and I tell my team, we got to win every game from here on out if you want to be there. So no matter who's in our way, um, we got to come to play. And I think um, I think they're ready to come to play.
1: Yeah, now since they're your first-round matchup, what about Black Rivers pitching now? Because I know Andrea Stevens' father, Scott, has been working with the pitchers. He obviously did a good job with her. Yep. She's graduated. How is their pitching now?
2: I mean, it's it's kind of like Amanda Reynolds. I mean, I think if you look at both of them, they're, um, they have that Emily per per him. Yeah. Um, that's pitching for them. Um, I mean, we do a better job hitting faster pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at we played really well against we hit really well against Black, um, Green Mountain and um, right. West Yes, yeah, sure we, You know, when, right. So, I mean. We that we have to adjust there, I think with our offense. Um, but again, she I mean, she throws strikes. Um, we just have to we have to be better about pitch selection um, with when we play Black River this time. Um, I mean, I but they also they have some great. Def- we just have to come complete right again. Yep. So. Yep.
1: And that that's a, obviously that's a good, a good rivalry too. I mean, not like, you know, West Trotland Proctor is obviously the best one, but I, I always think of Black River and Proctor as a, as a pretty good rivalry. Oh, also. absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And it goes without saying. Yeah. Fairhaven, Otter Valley, that's oh, a rivalry. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. much more so this year, when both teams are good, that, that makes Division Two baseball pretty special this year.
3: Yeah, for sure, you know, when we play them, it's always a tight game. It was a it was a 2-1 ball game, obviously the first game,
2: yeah. the whole
3: time. And then, uh, you know, that last game we played them, it ended up being 7-1, but it was 2-1 until the sixth inning. Right, yeah. You know, it was a tight game. And we had, again, we had plenty of opportunities to score. And we just didn't capitalize. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I would love to see them in the championship. I think that would be pretty monumental. that would be fun. Um, but... We both got to get there, Yeah, simple as that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Is, is there an effect, is there a negative effect of not of, of losing both those games at the end of the season to Otter Valley, or do you think maybe you just, it'll, it'll work to your benefit because the kids are still hungry?
3: It's a little of both. I mean, it, it's it's obviously disheartening. We, re, we went into that last game really thinking with a lot of, um, I don't know, we, we, we felt really good about ourselves going into that game. Um, we felt like we really could beat them, and we could. Um, but we just made McKeegan a, a better pitcher. Um, for what reason, I don't know. But uh, I think, you know, it, it shows our guys that we're not immortal. You know, we've lost five games, two to Otter Valley. The other, other ones were to, you know, D1 schools, all one-run games, except for the last one. Um, our record doesn't show our, our true capabilities. Um, those are all one-run ball games that we should've won. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you could dwell on it all you want, but we gotta move forward. And, uh, you know, we get in those one-run ball games. you gotta win them. You gotta find a way to win them yeah. any way possible, especially in playoffs, because it's, it's do or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
0: any, any close ball game that you win, particularly coming on the stretch, is really gonna help you down the road here. You no, know, but the, the blowouts have an effect too. I was talking to the Brattleboro coach the other day, and he said that, that the 10 to one beating you late on them, that was a wake up call for them. It really had, mm-hmm. really really up a fire underneath them. So yep. uh, that's, those can, even even losses can wind up being very big, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so. Have you had a loss this year that you felt as though was really uh, beneficial to your team?
2: I think the both losses against uh, West Rutland. I think, um, you know, it puts a drive underneath the girls to, um, you know, want to come out and win, you know. Um, Maggie McCurron, the first time we lost, you know, said that um, any type of person that they faced in basketball or um, in soccer this year, they won the first round against them, you know, the first game they played. Um, so she was kind of excited we lost to them the first time because she goes, and then we can beat them in the semis or the finals. And I was like, yeah. all right, good way to think about it, you know. I think um, I think they're hungry. Um I think they really um this group of girls is really passionate um about winning um they've I mean in basketballians you know we've they've been they've gone far in yep. both tournaments and um they just want to come up big so going
1: mean, to come much uh Closer than you did last year, that's for sure.
2: hell
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One run game.
1: One run game. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's
0: inspiration for you right there, too. Yeah,
2: Yeah. you know, and we we still have a pretty young team. Um, Oh, yeah, one senior. We have one senior. We have three juniors, and the rest are freshmen and sophomores. I mean, so, um, but that's kind of what all of us are. I mean, Wes Rutland's still pretty young. Um, I mean, Pulteney has got a ton of eighth graders, I mean, so. I find that a-
1: odd at a school like Proctor where girls' athletics is, is is important and successful, and yet in soccer, basketball, and softball, every one of those three teams only had one senior, the same one, Sarah Picor. You, every once in a while you just get a class like that, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean... Absolutely. I mean, and I think that, like, I mean, you have some people that come out for a year or so, and um, Sarah's a very dedicated kid. Oh yeah. You know, in all sports. I mean, um, softball obviously is her favorite. (laughs) And I just I don't know, but um, I think that's the thing is that you get you you get people that come out here and there, and then, um, but Sarah definitely stuck with everything. Yep.
1: And we're, uh, you know, what a special time for the seniors, uh, you know, their their last go around. Wearing the Fairhaven uniform, the the, the Proctor uniform. Uh, uh, it's it just, it's gotta be like, I mean, they gotta be on such a high, their last opportunity.
2: Um, uh, it, it's just, it's a great time of year. It's definitely exciting, very exciting.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, we settled that. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to throw kind of a, a rotisserie question at you guys here. It's a fantasy baseball thing. Uh, if you were and then uh, take away, you forget about your own team. If you could, if you were drafting a team, okay, okay, to play the season with, and you could pick anybody else in the MVL besides your own kids, who'd wow. be your top draft pick? Wow. <laughs> That's what they needed the night before. No, 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 really. I, yeah. I, I got a couple in my mind right now. I mean, it's,
1: it's easy if you could include her own team for me, but let me think. Wow, <laughs> who would you pick?
0: Wow, kind of too. Huh?
2: If I couldn't pick anybody on my team, I'm, I'm going with. Um, I don't even know what her real, her real name is. She's the center fielder for um, West Rutland. They call her Little.
1: Oh, Little. Yeah, yeah. Rebecca DeCall. Yes. Yes. And the
2: only reason why is because I mean. She can make some pretty good catches out there. Oh, she's, she's fantastic. Faster than anything, I could have her going on them bases. Yeah. That um, are yeah. the Cobra Ruvius for West yep. Rutland the shortstop. Yeah. She's got some good IQ, get on softball IQ. Um, so I'd go with. Um, I know they're well coached over West Rutland, so if I'm picking somebody from a team, I'm <laughs> going with a West Rutland kid. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, but she can lay down the bunt. That uh, to Cobb. Can lay down the bunch. He's quick. That's who I'm picking.
1: If you're talking future, you want then you maybe you want to go with a freshman. Have you, Adam? Have you seen the 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 Velu kid pitch from Hartford or not?
3: We didn't see Hartford. We this don't year. see Hartford. We uh we that game got canceled completely. Oh, okay, that's right.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. So yeah, I couldn't tell you. But yeah, I saw
0: him pitch. He pitched a real good game. Yeah. Somebody
1: and is he a freshman?
0: I do not know, oh, okay. I, mean, I wonder if it was, whose kid he is. Yeah. If it's Billy Veyu's kid. I bet know. it is, that's yeah. my guess. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: in the what, the Cubs organization?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so who you got? <laughs> i was <I'm> surprised he <laughs> did come around and say Josh Beon or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he obviously comes to my mind.
3: Um, okay. he, yeah. You have to be, he can hit tall fields with power. Uh, he's a good pitcher, a good fielder. Um,
1: you know. yeah, and I know his coach feels that in college he could be a, like a Davis-Michael type in that when he's not pitching, he's still playing. Right,
3: yeah, I mean, his bat's too good to yeah. to leave out of your lineup, um, you know, especially with some next level coaching. Um, so, I mean, yeah, of course he comes to mind. I'm trying to think of like dark horses or something. Dark, oh, okay. You know, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, geez. That with the dark horse. Yeah. I mean, I like Patch Mac- Pat McKeegan. Um, I like his bat. I think he feels it pretty well, but
2: I don't know. It's, it's a hard question. You know, it, 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 and
1: sometimes, and I'm not saying it's the case here, but sometimes a kid is hidden, and, and you never think of him because he's such on a on such a bad team.
3: Yeah. He gets lost. Well, I think of the Brady Clark, you know, Brady Clark. Right. He, he can swing a he's bat. He's a player. He can swing a bat. Yeah. Um, I mean, he hit one 375. When he played us the first time, yeah, didn't go out, but it was close. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. saw him hit one over the um, fence yeah. of
1: Springfield against Bellas yeah. Falls.
3: And yeah, uh, I mean he's just so aggressive, and he takes some serious swings at, at the plate. I've only seen him once because he was injured the second time we played. Yeah, so no, it, McGregor Vancore he he puts he puts together some good at bats too for Bellas Falls. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's ha- he averages probably five six pitches in that bat against us. You know, he's always fouling them off. You know, mm-hmm. making our pitchers work. He'll walk or he'll he'll get ahead. So,
1: in my humble yeah. opinion, that was a no no pun intended a softball question. If you if you don't have to if you can include your own team because yeah. I take Ali Almond. But I
0: mean, see, okay. Real? <laughs> the done here for you. Listen, the <laughs> amount of. I they were related. The, oh, go, go ahead. Now. I'm sorry. I'm related to uh, uh,
1: by marriage, John. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Welch, Anna Welch from Pultney, who's no. got about 12 hits in the last three games. But that don't <laughs> sidetrack me. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of grass that Allie Hellman covers, and the way she can throw a strike to home plate from the center field fence. A laser, in the way she can hit for average and power, in the way she can run the bases, she is the most complete softball player and the best in all areas. One of the catches, there were a few of them, but one of the catches she made in West Raleigh, <laughs> that could have, that would have brought that crowd to its feet in a major league ballpark.
2: Yeah. it was unbelievable. Let's just say, thank God she caught that ball.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was it she played almost on the infield? Group.
2: Well, Here's yeah, Rutland. we uh, <laughs> we were taking away the – see, the thing is with West Rutland is they have that um, – pi- uh, is it piping?
1: Oh, yeah, the drag Carab- burner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and
2: we – you can't play her straight up. Right. I mean, if you want – and once she gets on base, she's home. Um, so right. we were – we played the, a slap defense against her, pulled her way in because – I mean, she doesn't hit for power at all. Mm-hmm. So, oh, she got a hold of one. Thank God, Allie was out there.
0: Somehow, she went back and got it. <laughs> and, and I and
1: I, and I, and I, I don't, don't know how.
2: I don't yeah. either. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Well, just an observation. If I were picking a team, I always I always start with the catchers. I would take Dylan Lee, and the oh, reason and is works. it's like. He's one of those guys who is he just, he's tough. Of course, you've got to be pretty darn good to kick Aaron Zabo out of the position, I would <laughs> think, you know, so, but I love, you know, and Alex Paul is another one of the good, good oh, catchers, yeah, guys yeah. who really mm-hmm. take charge out yep. there, yep. you know, who can call a good game, yep. and who are not afraid to sacrifice their bodies, you know, oh,
1: so. sacrifice your bodies? I like your catcher. Yeah. I like her a lot. I mean, and and, uh, and she's tough, and she will sacrifice her body, and, and she has that knack. Reacting to pop, fall, fly, fall. She, she knows does. where to go yeah. and she's hitting lately.
2: She is hitting, she is hitting. Um, Sydney w- Wood, yep. I'd love Sydney to Wood. see her get a little bit more. She's such a laid back kid mm. in, in life. I'd love to see her get that grit, yeah. You know, um, yeah, um, it's coming. There's it's coming, you know, that yep. like just that way to command that field, you know, be that presence out there. Um, but we'll get there, we'll get there. Cool.
0: Okay, hey, it looks like time's up here, and it's. It, it, and I, I tell you what, I, whenever whenever we do this, the pairings edition, and we invite coaches after afterward. I always say, oh man, minute, it's Memorial Day. Who wants to go in and talk to <laughs> Memorial Day? You know, so Abby Bennett, Adam Greenleaf, thank you so much for taking out time from your your holiday today and coming in and talk to us. And uh, and we wish you both the best of luck in the playoffs. And uh, we really look forward to seeing what's happening here. So. Uh, thank you again, again, uh, Tom Haley with me, George Ostren, whose grandfather is going to go out and do something fantastic this week, so we can tell <laughs> you about it next week, you know, and uh, in the meantime, these playoffs start in full bore tomorrow. There's like 45 games going on tomorrow in different sports, and so, you know, go on out there, go watch something, come back, maybe give us a shout and t- tell us how you liked it, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time on the Inside Pitch. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. This is the Inside Pit.
3: Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at